0: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 361 I am all cozy in bed now Okay, in the last three weeks I've uh, been to Portland, New York, London, Edinburgh New York again, Baltimore, DC, and back to Los Angeles This <laughs> has been a lot of travel Even for me, but uh, but it's nice I like traveling, it's fun, but it is nice to be home. And uh, now I am uh, doing the intro for the podcast, which uh, never stops. The podcast never sleeps. It's always there for you. Like a creepy fairy godmother who can't really grant you any wishes other than just talk in your ears a lot so she's kind of chatty but she loves you uh by the way the last uh the season finale of the nerdist television show on bbc america is saturday june 1st and uh, wait is that is that correct is that gonna be the date june 1st yeah saturday june 1st uh and that episode's gonna have uh, seth rogan and zach galifianakis so tune in it's a uh, 10 o'clock p.m bbc america and uh, also, well, I'll get to this episode in a second, but first, I want to thank the sponsor for the nurse Podcast, LegalZoom. This month, LegalZoom celebrates innovation by helping you launch whatever type of dream you can uh, cook up with your brain, but when you do, make sure that you apply for a patent because you need to protect your business, register your trademark, protect your product services, incorporate, form an LLC, launch your business dream, whatever it is. Make it happen. Just call or visit LegalZoom.com and uh, they're going to help you from start to finish. They've helped out about a million businesses get started right. Celebrate innovation with LegalZoom and for a limited time get a special price on trademark, copyright, patent applications using the referral code NERDIST at checkout. Protect your creations and launch your dream at LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom can provide self-help services at your specific direction or they can connect you to an attorney. But they are not a law firm. Don't forget to use the referral code Nerdist. And now, here's this episode with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, uh, who we actually taped the episode of the Nerdist TV show that they're on, and then uh, we walked over to the studio and uh, recorded this podcast, and uh, this is a really fun hangout session. By the way, I'm trying not to wake Skydart, who is sacked out. It's not even that late. Well, it's not late by LA standards. It's like 1030 I don't know what fucking time zone we're in.
2: Sacked out
3: is the most unpleasant way to describe me sleeping.
0: Oh, that's adorable. She's talking in her sleep. <laughs> what, what secrets will be revealed? Super sacked out right now, man. Oh, she's dreaming about sex. They better be mine!
2: Saxophones.
0: Okay, that's not mine. Um. Here's Nerdist podcast episode number three sixty one with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. By the way, their uh, movie This Is the End opens uh, June twelfth, and it's uh, Seth Rogen and James Franco and Jay Baruchel and Emma Watson and Danny McBride and Craig Robinson and Michael Sarah, and they all play themselves in the apocalypse. And uh, so the movie, oh, yeah, June twelfth. Uh, check it out. Well, then they check out this podcast first. Unless it's after June 12th. And then check out them simultaneously. That's not possible. All right. We're going to try to reacclimate ourselves to the West Coast time zone now.
2: And good night.
4: Sex and my phones. Now entering Nerdist.com.
1: Okay,
5: cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. uh, see. Chris, I hate yeah. Canadian secrets. If I'm like what? here,
0: does it pick oh. up enough? You sound great. <laughs> okay. Everybody sound great.
4: What's
5: the Canadian secret? No worries, what is it? Denim. Uh, Denim's the Canadian secret? All right, Maple man. syrup. Maple <laughs> <laughs> syrup.
4: Don't get too fucked up tonight, Josh. I will. You gotta work on Monday. There you go, buddy. That's what speaks to you, Canada. Whoa, you got some. Have you, whoa, have you, have you? Some.
3: ever read this?
4: No, I want to. Read that. What does it say?
3: It, like, is a weird metaphor for all of Canada in a poem.
4: Oh. Yeah, I described Canada perfectly once. What's I the poem? Said, uh, Canada took all of America's ideals and implemented them correctly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what's, what's, uh, the
4: what's, what's the Winnipeg's poem? What's yeah, the poem? Winnipeg's not The poem is, uh, oh, God damn it. That's going to take some, uh, let there be man. I, can, I have good eyesight. Oh, good. <laughs> right it, it, it sounded Don't like you, you know were trying like to right? translate
3: it. The winters of my childhood were long, long seasons. Well, I wasn't seasons. close. <laughs> we lived in three places. The school, the church, and the skating rink. But our real life was on the skating rink. And that's it. That's yeah. on
1: your money? That's what it says on our money. Yeah. That's, like, that's on your fucking f- money. Uh, yeah, we don't play fucking hockey. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't uh, feel I don't like We play hockey, yeah. That's not a proper ritual. life. you don't play hockey. hockey? Mine would be
3: like our summers were spent in the synagogue and playing <laughs> <laughs> video games. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: We played Goldeneye in the basement. Yeah. There's Canada,
5: and then there's Jewish Canada. Yeah, exactly. Canadian Jews! More logo on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a, uh, a sketch called Canadian <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we just oh thank you uh, uh, is walk by. we yeah.
0: just recorded the, the Nerdist TV Good show idea. and then you allowed us to scoop you into a booth to record uh-huh. a podcast We are really owning your souls today across a variety of media. Exactly, it's nice. Yeah, split between
1: you and our wives. We're here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're here already. So,
0: Um, Seth. uh, The 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 first time I saw young Seth Rogen, I believe the year was around 1998,
2: 1999.
0: Probably was. Yeah. There was a. We were doing a a stand-up show in Westwood. Yeah. At um, the gypsy. I think Galfinakis was actually there. He probably Uh, was at the Gypsy Cafe. Yeah. And uh, you showed up with Linda Cardellini. I who did, yeah. And example. like her
1: roommate was like friends with Lizzie you guys, Beckwith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who
0: was an amazing comedian oh. who doesn't really do stand up oh, anymore. Beckwith? Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. super funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but, uh, Lizzie Beckwith had the great bit about, I don't do air quotes, I do air parentheses. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that joke. Um, <laughs> did you go up that night or did you just show up? I think I did. I would perform sometimes. I wasn't that. I was okay. I, I was okay. I wasn't like that good at stand up. I wasn't like great. Did, at did you, you just any means. go to sort
4: of absorb it, or what would you?
1: Uh, I would go to uh, yeah to try to. It's kind of just when I was in high school. That's like the only place that I would know to go was to comedy clubs. Yeah. Really, like we would like the uh, talking yeah, shtick. Yeah, I mean, we were the the talking it was shtick was, like, was a like a lesbian
5: tea house. Is how I would yeah, exactly. it yeah exactly yeah we'd go wow. there. Wait, that was a real place. Yeah, show. that was a real <laughs> place. Chris, don't you host the talking shtick? Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. do.
1: Yeah, it's all after the show. Stick. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but what? yeah, I was like 18 or something like that. And I just, yeah, I mean, I was new here. I was just trying to, yeah, like see who was funny basically and try to get in, in with them <laughs> and uh, watch it. Yeah.
0: Well, Canada has a very interesting kind of a comedy setup because there's sort of a, from what I understand, there's kind of a monopoly... With comedy clubs on, isn't doesn't Yuck Yucks have like a oh, monopoly yeah.
1: across Canada? Yeah, and Yuck if you Yuck perform, a lot of if you them. perform anywhere else, they're like you're out. Yeah, it's and really. And Yuck uh, Yucks
3: isn't even that nice when you go into their places. No,
1: they're weird Yuck Yucks, and but a lot, all the guys do it though. I think right, like I think all the big comics all play yeah, at Yuck Yucks Yuck 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 Yuck. I don't know. Right? I I don't know. There,
0: have I, you so, done a Canadian tour? I have. Well, I've done I've done Just for Laughs a bunch. Yeah, and then um uh, and the Vancouver Comedy Festival, but. Toronto has a, a really cool place called the Comedy Bar, which yeah. is uh, which is a great little uh, great little room. Yeah. yeah,
1: Vancouver. I don't know. When I was young, uh, we everyone would perform at this place called the Urban Well. That was like the big place in Vancouver, and this guy like uh, like Brent Butt, who's now like on Canadian TV shows, would perform there, and uh, no one that really. I, think, I don't know of anyone really who like became just brand famous over Michael here. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, yeah. yeah. Red Fox yep. would together yeah, yeah. Oh, a father and son. Yeah, exactly. Fox Michael and J. Hound. and Red Fox. Fox Red J.
5: Fox. The,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> the fantastic Mr. Fox. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Foxes. Yeah. Jamie Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha Fox from yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic.
5: We could do this all day. <laughs> and we will.
1: Words are crazy. Yeah, <laughs>
5: but, um,
1: yeah I remember. And uh, and then I saw you before our friend Will Reiser uh, would put on these comedy shows at El Cid that mm-hmm. I think yeah. uh, oh, I would yeah, see I you uh, like uh, uh, hard and firm. Yeah. You guys would perform there. Yeah, Will. Yeah. Uh, and and
5: he, he was going out at the time with uh, Amy Simmons. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Evan was I make, was there. You me were there Evan, too. That was like yeah. my
3: first visit to L.A. Yeah, because yeah. oh, me wow.
1: and Evan met Will working on the L.A.G. show. And I met and, oh, Abs cool. That uh, night at El Cid.
5: Yeah, and Al-Sid. Will introduced me to my wife. And
3: we had a moment. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was a, oh, that was
5: man. a connection. That was right around the time he was writing. That was like right before he got cancer. Yeah, it was. And like, then wrote the script 50 Yeah, which you were then in. Yeah. Bringing it all in. Right, bring it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a all beautiful of of Yeah, I like to think I'm the smoke <laughs> that holds hey, Hollywood together.
0: But El Cid is still there. Like, it's still, yeah, like, I think they still have I, flamenco. Yeah, that yeah. place, yeah. when you go, go in, it looks like you're like, and any minute, this building's just going to fall in on itself. Yeah, it was it's, really
5: scary there. Wait, someone's that, old uh, studio, too. It's like, a, like yeah, WC Fields stuff, or yeah, uh, right. DB. Yeah, someone. Was that
3: also the night, the one and only time when you were two stoned?
5: When I ate like a weed brownie and had
1: to leave, yeah, exactly, that was
3: that. exactly one time he was too stoned in life. So what, what, what happens to
1: you when you get st- I can't, I, I can st- He turned into like classic
3: paranoid thirteen-year-old stone person. Yeah, I don't know about this. I, don't know about this. I feel like I got to make
1: it. Out of here. We were just talking about that night. That was what <laughs> else Maybe you
0: can tell me this because I've never, I've never really. There was one summer in like '97 when Mike Furman and I smoked pot a few times and stared at this. He got this light box from the Sharper Image.
2: (laughs) 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 Does
1: the Sharper Image still exist? I don't think so. In catalog form. Yeah. So
0: I think the way this thing worked is that it was like one of the wands was green and represented the bass, and one of the wands was red and represented the treble, and you'd hook it up to your stereo, and it would spin and create these insane
1: flower patterns. That's pretty cool. So when you're super high, like if you're... That's what it feels like.
4: But
5: no, uh, <laughs> I
1: just became like socially – it doesn't happen often. I just didn't no, want once, to uh, – no, yeah, it once. happened once. I just left. I think I just was no, really like, I have that. to leave. That's all I do when I get stoned.
5: When I get stoned, I just go, see you guys later, and then yeah. I just go home and take a nap. But, but the then, closest to being like, what did you do with my friend Seth?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then after that, I had one time where I smoked or, pot or sorry, ate it or something, uh, and then I thought – I'm having a stroke, and I if I don't focus on breathing, I'm going to stop breathing, and then yeah. I never ever was able to do it if again.
3: You're general anxiety disorder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come to think
0: of it, that does happen yeah. even when I don't smoke. Bus. Uh, but if you but if you are prone <laughs> to anxiety and anything weird happens in your body that you can't quickly identify, you're like, oh, that's impending death. Yeah. Ste- yeah. Ste- that's stepping, on, stepping on my throat. I, mean,
5: yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'll have like a weird like heart pain, and then I'll be like, Nah, it's fine. <laughs> you're able to do that? I always yeah. assume well, it's heartburn. You know, I, I always am like, yeah. ah, I had chili yesterday. Yeah, that's about that's about, probably like, so what it was. So the doctor is like, it's just gas. Yes, here's some soda crackers. Yeah. You know? and like, oh, you're right. Thanks, it's poutine. Timey, you had some exactly. bad poutine. <laughs>
1: it's always poutine. Poutine
0: basically is the. Chicago pizza of uh, Canada where no matter where you go, someone's like,
1: oh, you went there? No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. That's not where you go for poutine. Evan a actually is a, uh, is a co-owner of a poutine food truck here what? in L.A. Oh, yeah, right. It was
3: down the block just uh, yesterday. Called yep. Gravy Train. Uh, Dude, Evan started <laughs> you, it.
2: Really? Evan, giving you a lot of money. Would you please, yeah,
0: would you please, we have food trucks outside our, our little comedy theater at Meltdown. We have food trucks there all the time for shows at night. Would you please bring
5: that The poutine truck.
3: I love comics and also live two blocks away from Meltdown. (sighs) We recently found out you guys do this there.
5: Yeah. Well, I mean, we do it here because. Come on. We're really fucking nerds. (laughs) uh, Uh, (laughs) uh, Seriously. Change the podcast name to the Raddest. (laughs) 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 Raddest. The coolest. Still ISC.
0: I did. I did a radio show in LA in the '90s, and we just decided to name it the Number One Morning Show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: brilliant. Name
0: and we would get these calls. We were like, congratulations. We're like, "No, nah, it's just the name. You can Call? name some whatever you want. <laughs> there's
1: nothing. We should, we should I, name I, our I next should... movie the number one movie in America. <laughs> <laughs> the number one movie in America is the, the number, number one, one movie, movie in America. In America. No, no, the
5: New York <laughs> Post is really going to yeah. fuck you. Yeah, the exactly. number one movie in America is the tenth movie in America.
3: <laughs> when, <laughs> It'll confuse Superbad, people. when we were coming on Superbad, we were like, there's a version of this where the title really fucks super Yeah,
1: Superbad, you're yeah. really mm-hmm. leaning with your chin. There was one
3: thing. We got one where it was like, super bad really is
1: for of course You're like muzzle you the did script, it I, I have the script for Super Ready,
4: the shooting script I think it's fucking phenomenal
5: oh thanks great. you should that, see the movie it's really good too yeah yeah don't <laughs> that, those guys ruined it you know what's irritating
0: about that is not even so much getting a bad
1: review but like
0: Really, the hackiest thing in the world, and that guy probably high-fived
1: himself. I know we're saying saying you're you're bad. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
5: exactly. The hacky joke guy says the movie sucks. He should have put it on himself. Super bad made me super sad. It wasn't that good.
2: I (laughs) like
5: (laughs) it. (laughs) i (laughs) being (laughs) clever (laughs) at least. (laughs) So you don't? Do you ever feel
1: like doing stand-up at all? Ever does that? Does that kind (laughs) of eat (laughs) away at you, or do you not care? Not really. For funny people, like Judd uh, made us all do stand-up for like months and
5: months. Yeah. I remember those
3: shows you did. With oh, yeah. Like UCB. The UCB. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember. Like Were you the one at UCB where Jonah killed it or the
5: one where Jonah didn't kill I it. I saw the when one when he killed it when he did that fucking thing about <laughs> Hitch. Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh so yeah. yeah, it's so funny. such a funny joke. I still tell people that see that hits yeah. That's yeah, see a,
2: see a funny it. joke. No fucking shit <laughs> it. Yeah,
5: like the idea that Hitch is to dads what uh, the Big Lebowski is to guys like us. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the
3: movie. <laughs> <God> <laughs> <about it. laughs> yeah. see, that was like his first time, right?
1: Yeah. And
5: yeah, then, yeah, and then, he, me off. and then he pissed, kept,
3: everyone was pissed yeah. off him,
1: Jonah could see them all But then he him. went up again God, and right, like, bombed, and we were all like, oh, thank I God I wish I saw yeah, that, yeah. Just <laughs> because he a
5: fellow Jonah, I was like, go and stand up now, two Yeah, he's like, literally never done it I'm already the other Jonah Just from one, just from one set
1: Now he's doing stand up, yeah. <laughs> he grew six inches You gotta, gotta
3: do something with that hitch bit
1: can't let it go I know, sell it, you should take it
5: Yeah, I'll go, next time I see him, I'll be
0: It's a good bit. (laughs) It's a great bit. Just by name rights, you should be able to absorb it. Exactly. Any
5: funny thing he comes up with that he can't use goes to the next Jonah. The next Jonah in line. That's how (laughs) it works,
0: right? And uh... if you kill the head Jonah, then you become the head Jonah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There could be only (laughs) one Jonah. (laughs) Jonah Landers. (laughs) Uh, It was okay. I wasn't that good at it. I don't know. It sucks doing something that you just know you're not as good at as everyone else who's up there doing it, basically. Like I could just see like (laughs)
3: Very solid.
1: I was see. okay That's at nice. it, but I wasn't like, I like, you know, I feel like when we like, when we write movies, we're not like the best at it, but like, I feel like That's... we're pretty good at it. <laughs> but
2: like,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Yeah. I mean, I remember we actually, me and Jonah both performed at, uh, we were like kind of feeling good and we both performed the improv and then Louis CK showed up and like it was like a Who concert. Like wow. it was like fucking crazy. And then he literally came back, he like and then we performed and he he literally sat in the back and watched us and came up to us after it was like, So you guys are like playing comedians or something? <laughs> we're like, Yeah, he's like, Yeah. Not he's like I remember he pointed at me, he's like, You're okay. And he pointed at Jonah, he's like, You need a lot of work. And oh, we're just like no. oh it was like the most oh, brutal wow. thing ever. See, that's
0: not where I thought you were going with that. I thought yeah. you were going to be like, I, I was, I was ready to yeah. say, like, you can't compare yourself to Louis C.K. Yeah. But yeah. when Louis C.K. No, he compared up. himself to yeah, us. Like, yeah. we were like, oh, we
1: can't compare. So, he's like, he's coming over and he's comparing himself. So I just, just want to <laughs> let you know, <laughs> you guys I'm way are way better at this. You're way. right. You can't compare yourselves to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. On a Louis scale of one to ten, you're not Louis. You
5: got, you got three Louis. <laughs> you're <laughs> how me. you are. <laughs> not, you drift back into
0: the Louis Anderson scale. I'm like six
1: Louis. Anderson. <laughs> uh, oh, I watched that dive We love
0: the diving show. You guys are Canadians, so there's a metric Louis scale. So it's exactly. ten Louis. Yeah, yeah. Get makeup um, of we're, we're 600 yeah. Louis. We're six hundred Louis. You're like a you're like a you're like a heck of Louis makes. A <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was on the Family Feud with Louis Anderson. Were you really? Yeah, the, the cast of uh, Freaks and Geeks was uh, like on the Family who Feud. Were you against? Look, the, the cast of the show popular. Oh yeah, like oh. Leslie Bibb. And, Leslie Bibb, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, I tanked it in Fast Money. I was actually saying, Evan, when we played that game on your show just now, it kind of looked like the Family Feud. A little bit, yeah. And it gave me, like, a bad flashback <laughs> to uh, when I totally tanked it on we, our Family Feud. We were food. in
3: China for the Green Hornet, and he was on some weird show that went for three hours. It was, like, a variety show. And they had this game where they brought out, like, 25 bowls of different chicken dishes. And, like, the... Object
1: of the game never became apparent. <laughs> <Except>
3: Just <laughs> like taste like, uh, something, <laughs> go like this,
2: and
1: everyone will start dancing. Like weird SNL bit from the nineties. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, super that's cute. like weird. yeah, that's really like,
0: like like Weird Al was saying when Eat It got really big, they sent him to Japan and to do this comedy show, and and he still to this day has no idea what was happening. Yeah, but he started singing Eat It in, Jap- in Japanese. He learned it in Japanese, and then he said this old guy in a lobster cam outfit came out and started demanding that Al eat him. <laughs> Yeah. And then did he? No, he didn't know, he didn't know what to do, so we just did a pratfall. <laughs> I Al just jumped
5: on the ground, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Leave my stocking!"
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's really amazing for a guy, like for a guy that I think people, you know, probably go, "Oh, you're probably a big stoner all the time." You get a fucking lot of shit done. Yeah, we do
1: a lot.
3: That's the other side of the coin. Cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking. The you
1: know, weed's just, <laughs> just a screen. Exactly. It's literally it's a, a smoke a screen. <laughs> screen. It's a literal <laughs> smoke screen. <laughs>
0: For much more dangerous
1: yeah. drugs. Uh, yeah, We uh, we're productive... Stoners, I guess you would say. Uh, I like ever. I remember like not wanting to work when I. I actually think some people I know would be more productive if they smoked more weed, which sounds like a stupid Most thing to say. Are. Most people wouldn't. Did,
4: but you, some people did would. you know that about Kevin Smith? Yeah, exactly. Because well, I find, seventy podcasts. No, that
0: I just was
1: like. Because uh, I, I, I think, think smoke you're smoke weed all the you're
0: time. responsible for his weed smoking. I know, and I didn't
1: realize that at all. To me, that was just like a casual night of smoking weed. And to Kevin, that was like a life altering, which is great, but. But uh, yeah, like I think some people like hate working because they just want to go home and smoke weed. But if you incorporate it into your work life, yeah. then then you're willing to work longer That's and Doug more. That's when the started getting like, really
5: big. Is when he just, yeah he's exactly like, he just, yeah. He's like you know what all the time
1: yeah I think <laughs> some people yeah. have to mesh it or else it's like or else they they resent their job because it's preventing them from doing what they really want to be doing yeah. yeah
0: which is just get high. <laughs> I would need a defibrillator around at all times. <laughs> uh, this this <laughs> is not going to work anymore. I'll just be zapping myself. How do you, what's your process of, you know, when you, uh, do you, is it is it sort of based around one idea or is it I want to get this group of people together and then we want to make something or how do you guys, how do you guys work and it's, how does the writing process work the, for
3: you guys? The least interesting version of anything you could have. Like we show up, and it's like, what if we did a movie uh,
1: where this happens? Yeah,
3: It always just starts with a morning where one of us had an idea the night before, yeah. brings it, says it excited. We generally think it's rad for like four hours and that we're going to make it next. And then we put in a pile with like fifty other things. Like well, that. that's yeah. a good, that's
0: an interesting point. Is how do you because you know you can I think I think it's easy if you're a creative type to get addicted to that feeling of uh, aha innovation. Yeah. And then when it really comes down to now we got to build this thing, then it's not as this is not as fun in yeah. that in that process. So how do you stay engaged
1: and how do you keep it exciting? I think some movies just kind of keep being entertaining, and those are like the really like this. Like this is the end this is a good example. Like we made the short film like six years ago, and and it was just like the idea just like kept being funny to us. Like it, it just like kept coming back when we would talk about ideas we thought were funny. We just kept being like, oh man, a big fucking apocalypse movie where all of us are actors. Like it just kept being entertaining, and it's almost like a Darwinistic process where just like the the ideas you like the most are the ones that kind of hang out the longest. And those are the ones that you ultimately do. But I think, but I think like something, it's sometimes hard to figure them out. Like it literally took like years to figure out like where this is the end could go as a movie. Like just like literally like how it could not just be like, like where it could go. And like the idea ultimately, like what happens in the third act is like, you know, we kind of bring in this like redemptive idea, but like just the, like to come up with that took us like years. We're just like, what happens in this movie, you know? And, uh, and, like, yeah, like, we have some movies that literally, like, we've been trying to do for years and years and years, and they, they're they hard to make. We have this animated movie we've been trying to make. Like That kind of fuels you. Exactly. It kind of fuels you. Like, the, sometimes the longer people don't want to make them. Yeah, you're like, we'll fucking show you. Yeah, is. exactly. And, and you make them crazier and crazier because you're just like, ah, if no one wants to do it, let's just make it even more fucking crazy because no one's doing it anyway. And then... And then sometimes they make those eventually, and then those are like the craziest ones. I think, is, I think the big it, thing is just like
3: when you get pitched a shitty idea from someone else, you're like, "No, our idea about the traveling time traveling space monkey laser yeah, exactly. is more fun to work on than whatever we've been." Exactly. Yeah. Some d-
1: yeah, you get ideas, and you're just like, "Yeah, we should just." I'd rather do nothing and try to get that fucking crazy movie going than just work on.
0: Can you even? Save. Can Can you? Even are you able to go work on a movie just as an actor, like someone else's thing and just let it
1: or do you are you kind of addicted to like, "Ah, I got to get my hands in there and I need to be involved in them. It's not even like it's just not very engaging, honestly, for me to like just be an actor. It feels like one fraction of an actual full time job, you know, like it just I'm not. You know, I'm not your, your fellow actors are not going to take. Comedy. Exactly. But, but honestly, I think it reflects, honestly, my approach to acting largely like I'm not the kind of actor that like does it. Tw- you know, Daniel Day Lewis is acting 24 hours a day. I'm acting. I'm, I'm not even acting every second I'm on camera. Like,
2: I'm,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to squeeze it out, but it's not always, you know, so, it. you know, I, it's just not my favorite thing to do you know, to do, honestly, out of, like, all the parts of the process. I like being, I like, I like, uh, you know, like, a movie like This is the End. Like, it's just fun to be in a big, crazy movie that you know that you would like. But, like, the actual, like, day-to-day acting is probably, like, my least favorite part of the whole process because it's the most, like, structured. Like, y- you have to stand here and say this. And then you say the same things over and over. It gets boring and it's like it's just like taxing. And these other guys are really good at it. And you just see James Franco, he could like just scream all day. And I'm just like, man, like these guys are way
5: better at this than me sometimes. You were, <laughs> you were really great in uh, Take This Waltz. Which Thank is a, you. Which is a movie that fucked me up for a while. Yeah. yeah. I actually was not
0: I was actually not able to watch the movie based on Jonah's reaction to the movie yeah. because it, it was... fucked
5: me up real bad. And then like, but like with the thing that I really loved about like uh, the weird kind of like a jump cut of your All the emotions you were going through after she broke up with you was like, I don't know, the whole thing was fucking too close to home for, I think, anyone that's gone through a breakup. That's
0: what, that's like, it just, it sounded like such a real account of what that feels like that I didn't, emotionally, I was like, that's, I think I can't, I think I'm going to be too bummed. Yeah, yeah.
5: like, I watched it on a plane, I was just like, no, fuck, no, and then, like, I was like, I I was trying to tell my uh, girlfriend about it, and I was like, it's a bit, I don't know who to root for. I just, like, uh, <laughs> fuck, that, fuck that rickshaw guy. He's just busy making his fucking cookbook. He's just, just fucking letting him make his
1: cookbook. Cut some slack, for Christ's yeah. sake.
5: Yeah, uh, well, that was, I
1: mean, but it is fun. I honestly don't get act asked to uh like be in a lot of other people's movies like and, and i'm not like it's not i'm not like being humble or anything like i literally don't get asked to be in a lot of <laughs> other people's movies and the guys on the <laughs> league like you to do exactly and that's <laughs> what, like i pretty much do anything anyone ever asked me to do so like when so sarah paulie was like i wrote you a part in this movie and i was just like fuck yeah i'll do it mm-hmm. i mean it, it was more than anything i felt like if she thinks she needs me then i should do it just for her purposes more than my own you know um, but yeah, it, I, I do like, like being a part of the team that's making the movie. Like I like being able to, you know, talk to everyone and be a part of the whole creative process and just acting sometimes it's fun sometimes, but it just, it can be just not as engaging as all the others. When scenes. you
4: guys, uh, when you guys wrote this, uh, latest movie, were you like, Oh, let's check with Michael Sarah before we throw him in the script.
1: Yeah. We went to, uh. We went to all the main guys. Yeah. Like we, yeah, went- we,
4: we
3: we deduced like we need these six guys. That's all that matters above everything so else. So, just just a yeah. little background for people who haven't
0: seen the the movie yet, or, or I, actually, this will go up the week that the you know, probably yeah. right before the movie comes out. But this is the end. Is basically, you all play yourselves. Uh, you and Jay Baruchel and Craig Robinson and Emma Watson and <laughs> James Franco and Aziz. There's a bunch of great cameos in there. Aziz and and Danny McBride. Danny yeah. McBride, yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys are at a party at Franco's house, and then you go to get cigarettes, and then the apocalypse happens. Yeah, but <laughs> but before that, but but before that, Michael Sarah is uh is t- is totally just shitting all over himself in the movie. He's
1: being crazy. Yeah, we uh, he does cocaine. He has a threesome. He. Uh, Blows cocaine in Crispin's pasta's face. It's <laughs> one of my favorite parts. So not that far from the real Michael <laughs> Exactly. Sanders. Well, we figured this kind of was like, there was only like so many ways to approach people playing themselves. It was like they either kind of play into what you expect them to be or they play like way against what you expect them to be. So like the six main guys, we went to them before we even wrote the movie. And we're just like, like we don't want to spend like a fucking year writing a movie at James Franco's house if we don't know if James Franco wants to do it or not. So we went to them. And they all seemed intrigued by the idea, and they kind of gave us the go ahead. And then everyone else, we kind of just—it was like a wish list. We're like, "What if Michael Sarah did this?" And Emma Watson, and and, and we, it, it was <laughs> like a game.
3: Like we got Aziz, and Then Kevin Hart was like, "Well, maybe I'll do it." Yeah, exactly. Ah, we got yeah, Kevin Hart, and then like three other people were like, "Well, if Kevin's doing it, yeah, exactly." Maybe I'll
1: do it. Uh, yeah, and eventually we got like a ton of people, and it was really. Uh, and I think like it became one of those things where like everyone saw how far everyone else was pushing it, that like it almost became like a little competitive, like people were willing to push it even farther and mock themselves maybe a little harder than they normally
0: would. But, but, it, but it is but it is interesting, though, because it, there's almost that little piece of it. And I know I said this on the TV show. There's almost that little piece of it of you guys nodding to the audience and go and, and kind of saying like.
1: I know what you say about me behind oh, my yeah, back. Totally. Like, and it's fun for all of us to do that. Like, honestly, like it's, it's relieving for, for, for us, honestly, honestly, I think it's, like, relieving for Franco to be able to acknowledge that people view him as, like, a pretentious, pretentious artsy Art guy, particular. you know? Yeah. And I it's, absolutely. like, it's fun for us to make a joke about Green Hornet. Like, it's nice to let people know, like, that we're kind of in on these things, mm-hmm. that we're not, like, completely fucking oblivious to how we're perceived in in pop culture in a lot of ways, you know? And so it was, like, relieving in a lot of ways. We got to make all the jokes that, like, we actually make to each other on screen as opposed to, like... Having to do it through characters. I
0: did that's Like when you first pick up Jay Baruchel at the airport, and there's like the TMZ guy, and he's like, "Seth, do the laugh,
1: do yeah, the laugh, do Seth Rogen laugh." Yeah, and uh, and I did it. But that's what they do all the time. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, and it it is, like, it's super meta. I mean, it's, like, the weirdest fucking thing ever, how, like, meta it would be at times. Yeah, there's, like,
5: extra little layers.
3: There's a song in a scene with Seth and Franco that's by a band that Franco's in, and Franco's the singer of the song. We we try to get every little... Yeah, uh, there's there's a a lot
5: of layers. layers. I really... (laughs) (laughs) Is anybody a painter? We'll put your paintings up on the wall. Franco painted all the paintings. paintings. Actually, while we were making the movie... (laughs) Oh, my God, (laughs) I love that.
3: Between takes... He would paint,
1: like, people. Yeah, like, those Seth. Shit. Well, like, like, there's a scene where I we show up at his house, and he's painted my name on a big painting. And that <laughs> literally happened. Like, he showed up, like, a week early to New Orleans, we and we're like... Josh Smith. Yeah, Josh Smith, who's actually, like, a pretty famous painter. And they... He's like, I want to paint the painting in my apartment. And we they we gave him, like, this big space, and I showed up to look at the paintings. And the, the first thing I saw was, like, a 20-foot canvas that said Seth Rogen. On it <laughs> <in giant letters. laughs> and it was, like, just like... He's like, do you like it? I was like, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's good okay. the movie They're some <laughs> big
3: Pineapple Express, a recreation of the poster that yeah. he did. Yeah, he well, painted a lot of the shit. <laughs> that, that's
1: also fun, too, is you
0: guys are basically pitching the sequel to Pineapple Express in This is the End. Yeah. And then we make it.
3: <laughs> and,
1: then, and, then, and then you make it you, you sweet it basically you guys yeah, kind of sweet it we actually make it uh, yeah I mean and what's funny is that is actually our idea for a sequel for my life. yeah we uh, talked about it for years David Gordon Green and all the guys yeah, like if so. we were to actually ever make it that is now the, what, the now story now we, now we what? came up with
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. so,
1: <laughs> two things two things I want to
0: say is uh, first of all uh, I thought the special effects of the movie and I told you this in the show were fucking awesome thank all, you so again. much thank
3: you so yeah.
0: much. It's like that That I was not expecting that part
3: of it. Like, oh, fuck, that thing looks awesome. We've done so much stuff over the last few years that we hadn't done before. Green Hornet with explosions and stuff. But Green Hornet had like almost no visual effects. Yeah, We just actually blew stuff up. So this is the first time we had to like get in there and like have a laser pointer and be like, the color of his ear is weird. There's a haze around his knee. Yeah. Can that texture be more like moth? Uh,
1: it was really mind-numbing. You spend like hours hypothesizing how like fake light is bouncing off of fake oh, objects yeah. in like fake space. It's super yeah, fucking it's, it's weird. Philosophy class. Yeah, it's really yeah. strange. But it's
3: especially strange because you know that in the room.
1: We know the least. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> Every we time did. you go to video <laughs> bedroom, you know less than ever. Yeah. But can you, you make it to to
5: like a, a, a cure.
1: Well eventually <laughs> we just kept being like, it looks kind of whack. Like is that an acceptable note? shitty? Yeah. Can you make it look less whack? Well, so <laughs> what
0: since I don't I don't fully understand The, you know, like the structure of the movie business in the sense of like, if you guys all want to make Pineapple Express the sequel, what stops that from happening?
3: So many different things. Yeah. Uh, 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 The wackest thing we've learned is like, the budget's always weird. The wackest. (laughs) The wackest. (laughs) wackest. That'll be our Uh, podcast.
1: Yeah, it's so Yo, hard let FG gets, talk, yeah. dogs. <laughs> whack talk. <Wax. laughs> yeah, yeah, we all just say whack.
0: whack. Uh, you could just make that up and I'd be like, okay, I <laughs> yeah. guess they all say that. I and know, then I'm gonna go to Canada. We did think like so. Yeah. Yeah. We told phrase,
1: someone uh, so. tugging the moose's tail was like an expression recently that people believe it. Like you're tugging the moose's tail. And our new thing is around Canada is. Yeah. applying to anything. That's really funny.
0: so what what are the what what does stop a movie like that from being made?
3: it's like when we first made it. Everyone was nobody, now everybody... It's money, good. mostly. So, like, you know, like everyone has to take cuts to their pay to make it affordable. But if they do that and they want back end, but then can everyone get enough back end? And it's just yeah. all different layers of... Yeah,
1: money. It's hard, yeah. It, I think, like, financially, it's confusing to do a sequel for, like, a movie like that. Because, like, the studio made so much money off the first one, and then that's what they want for the second one. So they want to pay the same thing. Yeah, so literally, and all the actors are like, well, we made you so much, we got paid shit for the first one. And so right. it literally, it is all about money. Is but, but it's not something that any of us, honestly, if we all sat down and were like, we're fucking doing it, then we would just do it. It's not something that we all are, like, dying to do at this exact moment. I mean, we kind of... Like, This is the End was almost like a Pineapple Express sequel, honestly. Like, it has essentially the same cast and we're all just screaming at each other, running around like idiots, so it's basically the same thing. Do
0: you need so. the, do you need the <laughs> studio system still, or do you do you feel like, oh, you know, we could make just
1: make something on our own? And-
3: the fact that they're the distribution outlets means yeah. that you, you... Even when we haven't made movies with the studio, you eventually come back around to needing the studio. Sure. Yeah,
1: like, the distribution is what... Like, it sucks so hard... It, it sucks to work really hard on making a movie and then not have it be released in a good way like like to not have people see it and like say what you will about studios but like they put movies in front of a lot of eyeballs and like some do it like really well like sony like markets the shit out of our movies and like they like the pineapple express campaign was great like they've come up with really good stuff and when you don't have a major studio sometimes just like i've seen it with my wife, made a very small independent movie last with year. Goon that I made. He made this movie Goon last year, even with Fifty Fifty, which was like a pretty small movie we made. Like they all still got
3: out there. And they they got well. out there, but, but you the just studios, see yeah. like don't let them. Yeah, fail.
1: when you don't have like a big studio infrastructure behind you, it's really hard to like get a good like a ton of people then to see need the movie. You know
3: some kind of kinks. Well,
1: that's why so. yeah. that's why people, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on you know that kinks and yeah. that yeah. kinks this shit. It's so whack ass. Like that whack ass kicks me shit. What calling for stuttering about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Greetings, wax. Damn it! No
1: motherfucker came and speak!
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Royal Family, the Wack Pack is going
1: We should rename the show The Wack Pack for,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: for whenever we come on. Seth, Seth Rogen and The Wack Pack in the morning. The Wack Pack! That'll be horrible. wolf. Exactly. <laughs> We're the I mean, Wack Pack.
0: Is bacon. it even, uh, you know, when, when so you spend you spend a lot of time making, I mean, I to me, I, I The thing I love about stand-up is like, oh, you do it, set goes well, set doesn't go well, whatever, it's over, you can do it again right away. But you spend months, years, wor- years working on a movie, and then it comes out, and then, oh, fuck, it didn't turn out exactly the way we wanted, or people didn't go see it. Yeah. Are, are emotionally are you able to let it go like once it's released or do you do and take all that shit on afterwards
3: nothing ever goes away and you take it all away. yeah you
1: take <laughs> it on definitely like it, it, it i mean not for a huge amount of time but the thing is if like the movies if the movie's actually good which you know not every movie we've worked on is but when they are actually like really good then like that then it actually doesn't matter how well they do because like you will reap the benefits of like the quality of the movie, you know. Yeah, like, 50/50 like
3: 50 wasn't a major landslide of money for us per se, but people like respect. Yeah, us but a and more. it's
1: given us a lot of opportunities to like work with people that probably would have never worked with us had we not made that movie because it turned out good, you know. Um, and so like like like, observe reports another good example. Like that movie, like didn't make very much money and like didn't wasn't even critically very well received, yeah. but like it is just an awesome movie. So Jody was able to get, you know, like he could continue working on movies. So like, it's not like if the movie's awesome and it doesn't make a ton of money, it's not like you are shunned from anything really. I mean, it, 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 it's, you're denied a lot of great things happening, but you aren't like necessarily shoved off into a corner if you've just made something awesome. So that's, what's nice. And after years of making movies that both have done pretty well and really shitty, (laughs) you slowly... It becomes easier when they do shitty because you have, like, some faith that they'll let you keep going in some capacity. And then there's the dirty
3: flip side, where you make a shitty movie, but it just makes a bunch of money, and you feel dirty and good.
1: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like I was, Honestly, sometimes it's better that they don't make a lot of money. Sometimes I'm like happy like a lot of people didn't go see it, because I'm like, poof, uh-huh. like, it's not...
5: <laughs> I was that... with the girl last night, and she pulled a dirty flip side, and it was fucking awesome. Oh, wow.
1: Exactly the dirty flip side. <laughs> That's the signature move
5: of the whack pack. <laughs> exactly.
1: Ah! The whack pack. <laughs> yeah, the dirty flip side.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you know, I think, you know, movie like 50-50 is, I think, a, a smart long-term career play because it allows you to show people like, so we don't always just do one kind of movie. Yeah. We actually are pretty versatile. Do you feel, I feel like there's this sense that the film industry is this weird giant that just stares at everything that's happening in Hollywood and they're like, he did that so he can never do that again. Like, do you feel like there is a, a kind of a Borg-like system that dictates what you can and can't do or can you pretty much get around like it?
3: that exists, but we are not.
1: Yeah, there. and we, you can find we, ways to we're circumvent. We're subversive enough it.
3: that we're just like to the side of the, of anything like
1: that. I think. Yeah, it's and it's like all about like we just try to make movies that aren't that expensive. I think it now. Now the after Green Hornet, that was like the lesson we learned <laughs> is like stay out of like the budgetary world where like they give a shit about what you right. The whole
3: <laughs> like, thing is like if Cato just told him to go fuck himself. Yeah, right exactly. Now, yeah. Should be so much more.
1: Fun. I know. And if this movie cost eighty million less dollars, we could do that. But um, so I think like. I think like in creatively thinking of whatever idea you want to do, you have to put a dollar value on how much you want to make it for. That's realistic. And I think that's why some people are like, they won't make my movie. It's because you made like, you wrote a $400 million movie. That's about like a fucking, you know, dude who's lonely. Like it, like I think a lot of people sometimes that's called real- Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's good. But I think <laughs> sometimes people's idea, like don't realize their ideas don't warrant the amount of money they're looking for. And like, like, they make, they make $100,000 movies. They make the most boring fucking movies on Earth all the time. Like, if you approach it right, you can get almost any movie made in some capacity,
3: you know? It's yeah, just... like, when we, when we were writing Superbad in our teens, our our strategy was, like, we will get jobs, we will make $10,000, we will buy a camera, and then we will go make Superbad.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that was, like, we the script was funny, so we're, like, even mm. our version of it will get us something. We'll get us a job. We'll get us something. So... Like we were just trying to get on this hour has uh, what is it? If this hour is twenty two minutes, yeah. <laughs> you don't know the Canadian, Canadian TV show this hour <laughs> is <laughs> twenty two damn it. But I think I know the red green it, show. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> that show's not funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, like, I don't get oh, it at all. Thank My I, thought I, thought you know, I, was I watched that and
1: I'm like, who
0: are these people? Like what is this? This is the dry you like you need to drink water. Like this is the driest comedy. I'm feeling, <laughs> <laughs> feeling parched. Even watching this.
3: Weird provincial Canadian. uh, People almost telling jokes. I don't get it at all.
0: Is it, does it, does the success or does the, you know, like, like get millions of dollars for things, does that, is it a head trip at all or is it, Pretty fucking nice, or do you feel more pressure, or do you like? Sure how bore. did it? Yeah. I mean, but because honestly, it's you know, I mean, you guys were all doing well before, but then it was like it got really good. It I, seemed like
3: you being a lifeguard, I was not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he took aqua aquafit for a few years. Really? Um, before yeah. I started, that yeah. <laughs> no, was funny. I, I looked no different, like. <laughs> but, I, I but found no. out you can get paid like twenty five bucks for forty five minutes.
0: It's a good deal. That's not bad. <laughs> that's, not, that's not bad at all. Buys a lot of poutine. You double it, you're a stripper. But I didn't have the bar. But it, is, is 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 that part of the success thing? Is
1: that head trippy, or how do you? Yeah, it's super weird. It's super super super. weird. I was literally, like, sitting, eating chili at my dining room table just today being like, this is fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> I have a dining room table. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Who saw just, that coming? I just got a house six
3: months ago or seven months ago, and all I ever think is, like, I own that palm tree. Yeah, right. like so you can go...
1: palm tree, and I, I can sell it if I want. Yeah, yeah <laughs> You can <could laughs> uproot it and sell that palm tree. Uh, but honestly, uh, like, one of the best things about it is that that you get to do crazier movies, I think. Like, it's that... You you're not like fully thinking like oh I need this to do well or else I won't have any money. You you can think like yeah I have some money now I can make just ridiculous shit that we think it, is it doesn't boring. hurt that I, in my head I was gonna run a
3: YMCA swimming pool and you were gonna be a broke comic in Vancouver. Exactly that's the thing <laughs> I, we
1: both had very low expectations of ourselves. Yeah. Like my I, I goal was college like a junior
3: college professor. Yeah that I I
1: thought I would just I be like like a, like a stand up comic like that was kind of like my only aspiration and and then. And now, like, honestly, like, like just writing movies, like, if you were just like, that's all you guys got to do anymore, like, it would suck a little. But it, it's not that – it's it's fine. Like, I think um, it's – we're so lucky. It's fucking great. I mean, Freaks and Geeks,
0: you you know, you work on the show that seemingly everyone loves but doesn't pull the numbers or whatever that the network needed to see. But a show that is beloved and still people look yeah. back and go, fuck, I wish we had gotten more episodes of that, yeah. of that show. Like, did that – how did that prepare you for what 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 was ahead? I think
1: very well. I was weaned off failure from good things. <laughs> like, like uh, like that's that was my introduction to Hollywood, was 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 being on I was on Freaks and Geeks. It was great, it got canceled immediately. Then I was in this movie Donnie Darko, actually, the first movie I was in, it was like a huge cult hit. And like nobody fucking saw it at all, it was like a massive failure. And then I did Undeclared, which was like a great TV show. We all, you know, it was super funny. And then it was canceled even faster than Freaks and Geeks was canceled. So and then I came along. Exactly. And then, and then it came. And, he literally was
3: your
0: career balance. lifeguard. Yeah, exactly. And then I said he needs me. And I did you have <laughs> did you have <laughs> the whistle
1: and the and the six oxide yeah, on the nose?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the pool, Seth. Yeah. You know. <laughs> runs up to you and said, ah, "I felt something,"
1: <laughs> but it was, was it was good it was good preparation because it like it really showed you like it doesn't matter how good shit is people won't necessarily like it but it also showed like if it's good like it'll kind of live on and like you will be able to keep working off of the fact that you at one time made something that didn't suck you're D- talking about karma i'm not talking That's about karma, karma you fucking hippie <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, you
3: ever,
0: do, do you do you ever think we could make a freaks and gigs movie like get everyone together i mean you sort of do that in a way
1: yeah there we're almost all of this it'd, is the end in some capacity but we uh i don't know it would be, it'd be weird because it'd be past college
4: at this point yeah they We'd would see. have to be adults.
1: they'd have their own kids and yeah.
0: <laughs> they'd
3: be the teachers yeah. Uh, oh, I would do it. Why the fuck would you use that X Men tech and make them all?
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just DH <D-A'd laughs> us, Patrick you can replace, us. You replace James
2: Franco with Dave Franco. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or do, or do that, 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 that Bruce
0: Willis thing in surrogates where everyone oh, just yeah. had the weird. Josh Gad yeah. could
1: be me. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself some credit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny that you say that. John Daly used be on his knees. Exactly, yeah. We just recast ourselves. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. That would be amazing. he could be that girl from Friday Night Lights, uh, Amy T, the, the, the well, coach's well, daughter. That, well, now with,
0: now with Veronica Mars, everyone's rushing
1: to Kickstarter to be like, we have <laughs> the... I know. Everyone's <laughs> rushing to give their money to movie studios. Yeah. Is <laughs> it's, awesome. it's awesome. Warner Brothers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brothers started a Kickstarter page. <laughs> guys, they don't have any more Harry
4: Potter yeah, I, know,
2: right? have to give them money I
0: do I, I do have to say it, I, I don't know I don't know why this sort of like I, I guess this because I'm just a fucking fanboy of things but <laughs> but seeing Emma Watson in your movie go everyone get the fuck back I was like oh my god she swore I don't know why
4: even in my age that still was like <laughs> well, when I first saw William Shatner say shit it really threw me for
1: a loop yeah yeah I Emma like, swearing oh. freaks people out a little bit I remember what it happened in, in the room it was like, oh. <laughs> oh
0: my god yeah And she's pretty badass in the
1: movie. She is badass. Mm -hmm. That axe is bigger than she is. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whack pack. Whack. (laughs) We're talking Emma Watson today <laughs> on the She gets four Ebs and three HMs. <laughs> mm-hmm. All I think of is
4: Howard Stern's Whack Pack, so I'm trying to be like, who's Beetlejuice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. We all are.
0: <laughs> At this point, what is, uh, <laughs> what, what, what is the what is the horrible question that you always get asked in interviews? Like when you sit down and you're doing a press junket and then someone thinks, oh, I'm going to be the first person to ask this question and then they're the millionth person to ask that question.
1: Um, uh it's a good question it's kind of movie specific like like it's funny like we always joke around like the cast members of whatever movie you're doing like you can tell early on like which like fucking guilt trip is just like what's barbara's Streisand like a million fucking times in a row and like this it will be like what's it like to work with your friends what's it like to play yourselves like it's always like for every movie there is two things that everyone will ask you but it's okay. I mean, you know, it's doing press is not.
0: They're the, but but they're questions <laughs> that are unanswerable. You cannot yeah. properly say, "Oh, working with this person is akin to yes. this experience. exactly."
1: Yeah, it's like playing. It's Dude. like playing street hockey in roller skating. But well, what's funny is, like, I actually slowly begin to resent the journalists that try to mix it up. Like, I. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, is that like, happening right I'm now? So I'm on right now? autopilot. It just, yeah. It's like when they try to ask me, like, yeah. a, a, a curveball question, yeah. it's like, fuck you, just ask me how it is to work yeah. with my friends. Yeah. Just, I know, I
5: know the answer. Mean, <laughs> yeah. What does art mean to you? Yeah, Barbara's yeah, exactly. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Barbara's Spotify.
1: Bob's is nuts. <laughs> they, they try to, like, David Frost
0: you or something. Know, exactly. yeah.
1: <laughs> Even just when it's a little different, sometimes I'll just try to be thoughtful. It'll just be like, uh-oh. Well, those the,
0: the, the, the press junket days are so weirdly unnatural. Oh, of it's just the worst like, thing in the world. Eight bit. hours, and they just parade person after person, and yeah. you have to
4: sit there and be like... Oh, it's like crazy. It's like actually crazy. Is there a level you can get to where you say no to press
1: junkets? I always think, like, there is, and then I see... I literally, like, keep track of who still does yeah like and then, you see, and the then see, like, Will Smith's still fucking oh doing God, it, he's still doing on. it, You can't stop. Yeah, they, like, they make you keep fucking doing
3: yeah, it. And anybody I'm, who does that, it's like, what happened to them? Yeah,
1: but <laughs> I, I've never seen one second of one of those interviews I've ever done on one of those <laughs> press tickets and I've spent like the collective like six months of my life talking to them. It's like truly crazy. Yeah, like, Jonah
3: after his, his whole Oscar run was just like I understand why like Brad Pitt and these guys are so famous. They just work harder.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, they just do
3: it. Like they do shit that I like am afraid to do because I don't want to do it again for the million.
1: And they just do it. Yeah, like you just got to do it. Oh, like we were on the Sony It gets embarrassing doing it with your friends. Like, oh yeah, like this was a wait. defining well, you. Exactly. It was from your Yeah, it was like <laughs> this was like yeah, the moment I realized I will never be the most famous guy, it's, uh, I was, we were walking into Sony, and Will Smith was walking out, I'd never met him, I'm like, holy shit, and so he came over, and I said hi to Will Smith, and then there was, like, a Sony tour walking by, with, like, 50 tourists in it. Can we avoid these, like, all of like, I way. avoid them like the fucking plague, and so me and Will Smith both turn our heads and see the tour, and at the same moment I go, fuck, and I start walking away from the tour, and he goes, hey everybody! <laughs> <laughs> and walks over to the tour, and literally took pictures with every single one of the people shit. in the tour. And I was like, you deserve every penny, oh, Will Smith. <laughs> like, you right. can have it, man. man Will Smith, with... you get yeah. all the shit. Yeah, exactly. I'll be with the Whack Pack. <laughs> whack Pack, don't talk to tourists. <laughs> exactly. I'll be whack Pack, cod from tourists. <laughs> I'll be in my car smoking yeah. weed.
0: <laughs> Do you yeah. feel like you're a pretty... Uh, are, are you guys... You're pretty, pretty happy, upbeat guys in general. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, good. Is there, is yeah. When
4: you guys got your first big paycheck, what was the, what was the weird thing you bought? And how big was it? I went to. A I went to relax chair. the back and bought <laughs> the best <laughs> massage
3: chair. I, I, to, I, was driving <laughs> my, I was driving my grandmother's Maxim that she gave me. Yeah, yeah. Maxima. Yeah. And yeah. It was yeah, get a new car or massage chair and I went massage chair and I have it and I use it every day and it's the best thing I've ever bought Still, thank you so much the Maxima
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had it installed in the Maxima actually <laughs> yeah, <that's> so <laughs> Seth
4: is yours as thrilling as the massage chair uh,
1: what did I buy I don't know can't get
3: much more thrilling than a
1: fucking <laughs> yeah
3: exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. unless he has a blowjob chair I've a salad now. tossing oh. chair
5: yeah. <laughs> I <have> had <laughs>
3: someone big... ask me if I ever did that a few months ago really we were having a party what'd you say Yeah, fuck your chair Jason Stone executive producer of this is the <laughs> was looking at the chair while someone's sitting. He was like, "You ever turn
5: around? And just stick
3: your dick in it." <laughs> I was like, "No, but it'll probably
5: happen now." Yeah. <laughs> now now you, know. Know. you know. You get back home and you just see the chair. You're like, "Oh, hi." <laughs> <just> you. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's awkward. awkward. <laughs> yeah. I
0: know we were laughing just a second ago, but did you fuck the
1: chair? <laughs> All seriousness, I really didn't know. Did you fuck that chair? Fuck that
3: chair. <laughs> fuck that <laughs> fuck yeah, chair. yeah. yeah uh, uh,
1: laughter, you. Call it you. with your chair fucking stories. <laughs> <laughs>
0: High. one time I fucked my girl's chair real good. It's a folding chair. I am horribly
3: injured. <laughs> I had a folding whack chair. Uh, I had a
5: whack pack. It was an electric chair. It was pretty kinky. <laughs> oh.
3: Actually, one more chair story. The day I got it, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Seth came over to try it, got it in the chair, it started massaging him and then the power went out and he was locked in. Yeah. <laughs> he like, clamped his ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. like, it was like funny and shit. He was like, I I can't move. You literally you gotta fuck get fucking get the power back on. Monster. I'm and like, I don't think like a wrench, a crowbar, like there was no way it it out of that chair. It was swallowing me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like that thing in Ghostbusters. You will become one with me now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a prison chair. You can capture people. <laughs> get in the, the pink slime from <laughs> Ghostbusters. Evan Goldberg, the massage chair
3: killer. You
5: think you're just gonna fuck my chair and then you're fine. My it won't let go of my dick. The chair fucks you back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that horror movie. Fuck chair. <laughs> yeah,
4: oh, fuck all chair. The, all, the, all the heating are exactly. <laughs> Dude, it wouldn't be any
0: weirder than Rubber. <laughs>
4: like, yeah, rubber with the uh, A chair the about
0: a possessed, a movie about a chair a possessed a about a tire. tire. Yeah. A chair oh, about I a tire. Oh, I saw the
5: trailer into that. Yeah, yeah it's I'm good. Confused. I know, it's great because it, like they take it real seriously. It's just this demonic I tire. I heard it's really good, that movie. Yeah.
0: Is there, is there a genre film that you still are like, oh, we haven't cracked, we got to figure that one out. I really want to make that. Uh, probably not
1: Uh, an animated movie we're trying to make very hard space movie space space movie movie. we're working on sword sword and sandals I don't know (laughs) sword and sandal picture (laughs) actually there is an answer there is an answer musical we a musical musical that would be nice
3: we would like to make something musical
1: we're Terribly musical people. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help but create music everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we all the time. We're like, why shouldn't we put this in the movies?
3: <laughs> uh, we, yeah, that would be fun. We have some funny musical ideas we'd like to pull off one day. But it's we, hard. Just, you know,
1: we have to, South Park guys. We, yeah, we die. have to wait enough time yeah. <laughs> between Book and Mormon so we're not compared. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Again, Josh Gad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn it. <laughs> Son of a
1: bitch. I'll play him now.
0: <laughs> Do you get to a certain point uh, where... You, Because I feel like this happens with a lot of comedy people. They get to a certain point where they go, I want people to know that I have this other dimension about me. I don't want to just be this. You do You probably f-? need
3: that other dimension in order to... Yeah, that.
1: exactly. Yeah, I don't have that dimension. <laughs> I don't have another dimension. Uh No, honestly, like, I don't... Like, it was fun to make Take This Waltz, but, like, I would kill myself if those were the types of movies I always made, you know? Like, it's it, it's way more fun to make funny movies. Like, it just is there's nothing better than like when you're on set and you're filming a scene and you're just like looking at the other people. Like I can't fucking believe this is happening right now. Like I can't believe like 200 people are working to make this ridiculous thing come (laughs) to life. Uh, Like those are like the best moments and and you just don't get those on serious movies very often, I don't think. So like that's what I'm always like chasing is like those moments where like you're filming something and you're just looking around like – can you fucking believe this is happening? Like, I think some it, of the it, best ones are usually with the props guy. Yeah, exactly. They'll be like,
3: we don't know which dildo to use. We couldn't understand. Yeah, exactly. you, <laughs> <to the> script. <laughs> you go back to the dildo store <laughs> and get the correct
1: one. It is always that. Like, And that's what's fun. Like, I mean, you spend so much time making the movies that now almost like it's like you worry more about, like, will making the movie be fun than will the actual movie, you know, like, you want it to turn out good, obviously, and that's, like, the goal, but, like, you want the process to be fun. Cause yeah, like you also you, want to have a good six months. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. you spend, yeah, you spend so much time making it, and so actually, you don't want to be mis- point, yeah. If it
3: wasn't fun, our friends would be like, I'm not fucking doing another one with these guys. Yeah, yeah. it's true. We've right? got to maintain
1: this shit. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, we've set a hard precedent to <laughs> live up to.
3: <laughs> when, you
1: guys,
4: up. when you guys when write, because we've had we had the Tom Lennon and Ben Garant on, and they were talking about how they write together, and it's sort of like... They'll just split it up and go, you write this, you write oh, this. Oh, we never We're do that. We're the polar opposite. We you try guys to write sit together.
3: Every we have one computer, we sit together. I type with my left. He types with his right.
1: No, we like Yeah, like very early on, even like when he was in college for a while and I was here, we would like never split up work. We would we would be on the phone or something. we
3: brainstorm do. shit separately if we had to. Yeah. But when it came to like the written word. Uh, we were so codependent that, like, we're not good at the shit the other guy's good right. at. Yeah. Because there was no point in getting good at it, because he got it covered, so, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we would, yeah, we would, like, never write dialogue without the other guy there. It's just because
3: every time we're writing, and I make a mistake, and he's like, no, it'd be funny if it was this. All I think is, well, if he wasn't here, I just would have written the bad
1: one. Yeah. Um,
0: so really quickly, before we let you guys go, is there any... Is there any information anything you can leak or say or something coming up that you're excited about? Or anything that you're working
1: on? I don't know. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, I heard what he said and I was already excited. Yeah. We uh I heard sausage porn. So. Yeah, exactly. Stick with that. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. We're making a sausage
1: a whack porn. A whackpack production. Yeah. Whack pack production. Uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, sausage party—that's what. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's something that—that's that, what something we're actually trying to make. We'll trying see.
3: Trying to make an animated movie called Sausage Party.
1: Yeah, oh, this makes me very happy. <laughs> we'll so, let you
3: try to figure out what the title might imply.
0: Exactly. Um, a sausages. Exactly. A party. Exactly. Yeah. It's like Cars, but with sausages. It pretty
1: much no, is. Exactly. <laughs> 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 we're trying to make an offshoot <laughs> of Pixar <Yeah>. called Dixar. <laughs> 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 I don't he's know gonna, if they'll he, go for it.
4: Gotta clear the rise from that big director in the 70s, you know, the Dick Czar. Yeah, yeah.
1: The Dick Czar. <laughs> <laughs> he was appointed the United States' news <laughs> Dick Czar, right? Yeah. I yeah. am your yeah. Dick Czar. Not, he's the minister of dicks. But down here is the
0: Dick Czar. The Dick Czar. Yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks for Thanks doing for the TV show. Us. And uh, This Is the End is fucking awesome. Thank and, you so much. And uh, you, you gave me a private screening of it at Sony, which was crazy because I was basically just alone in a theater. And a pro- I, I show up and a projectionist is like
3: okay I'll start
1: it like, I know it's great I have to see yeah. every movie this way <laughs> We can't do
3: other movies but if you want that experience again over, I'll like, just watch yeah, exactly. that movie We over could and probably over again.
1: swing like After Earth That's a Sony movie <laughs> <laughs> What's coming out Cool thanks so much for being here guys, Thank you, guys. And yeah, Seth no it's good to see you again awesome. uh,
0: Enjoy your burrito everyone yeah. Woo-hoo. Thank you so oh. much guys oh. Thank you God.
1: That was awesome
2: Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
0: This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by LegalZoom.com. Whatever your legal document needs, LLCs, wills, trusts, trademarks, and more, they've got it. Over 12 years and 2 million Americans have used LegalZoom. Start your business to protect your family today at LegalZoom.com using the offer code Nerdist.